Hey, Democrats, it's me, Lynn Moira Dichter, and time for Chat with the Chairs. It's your weekly peek behind the curtain as to what's going on with the Seminole County Democratic Party across Seminole County, across Florida, and across the nation. And good afternoon. I am on the move. My name is Lynn Moira Dichter. I'm the chair of the SemDems. And someone pointed out that I have been for two and a half years, which is kind of mind blowing to me. But um, along with my vice chair over this way. Yeah. Happy Friday, everybody. Tracy. Happy Kagan Friday. Here. This is called chat with the chairs. This and is called role reversal because usually I'm in the car where Tracy's on somewhere, the move, right? And, and I'm is stationary. That's correct. So I was hustling to get to my location, my broadcast location, but of course I couldn't get there. So. I am, I'm here. And so I'm looking at a beautiful intercoastal and I'm, you know, I can see where my location is, but damn, I'm not there. So we are, this is what we do every week. Every Friday, what we do is we talk about the exciting things happening in the Democratic Party in Seminole County, the candidates. We talk about the causes. We talk about the, you know, the issues, the things that- All the news that's fit to print. That's correct. I think the New York Times would not like us using their slogan, but um, we are going to talk about all the things locally that really make a difference. And uh, Amy, Amy is on there. Hi, happy Friday to you. So I'd like to say happy Friday to her. I met her. I feel like I knew this, this Amy, you know, I have a daughter, Amy. So when I say this Amy, um, she came up to me at the general meeting a week or two ago. And I feel like I know her. She's like, I'm the Amy from chat with the chairs. I'm like, yes, you are. So that was kind of cool. So anyway, if you are looking at us live, then please um, just go on the chat bar. This is how you get involved. You go to the chat bar below or on the side, depending on where your you know situation is. And I would really like for you to say, hi, happy Friday. Did you see the story about the Seminole County water? Because that is something. Tracy, hello. Are you talking to somebody else? I'm trying to get them to be quiet. We're doing a show live. Okay, go. Okay. Um, Yeah. So we're going to talk about Seminole County water and how those elected officials um, knew about this. They completely, in my opinion, covered it up. And now all of a sudden they have poisoned Lake Mary, Sanford, and unincorporated the northwest part of Seminole County. Why is it coming back now? We can't drink it? Is it a boil water effect? Well, you know, there was a big telecommunications company called Siemens, and they put stuff into the aquifer, and we were were drinking it for decades, Tracy. And there was a big story in, in the local newspaper, in our newspaper of record, the Orlando Sentinel, and hats off to them because that's what journalism is for. They did the digging. They did the legwork. They did the knocking on doors. Yeah, but and God knows now, all this time later, God knows what the repercussions are for that. Well, it was they found that there was a known carcinogen in the water for thousands and thousands of Seminole County residents in the city of Sanford, in Unincorporated, in the city of Lake Mary. And all of a sudden, the telecommunications company Siemens just happened to fund a brand new water treatment plant to the tune of $40 million in Lake Mary. But they don't take any responsibility. But somehow they figured they better make a new one because the old one was completely fouled up. So, you know, I know that they did this because it was very clear that this chemical with a long name, it's like I4-dioxethane or some, some, something. All I know is it is 
a known carcinogen. And this is what they do when you're not looking. Yeah, of course. Now, we have, look, we have elected officials who've been in Tallahassee, who've been in, you know, uh, county commission seats for decades, have been involved and say they're so concerned about the environment. I'll be damned if they didn't know about it. No, I they be- say they're concerned, but now they want to also use toxic uh, toxic waste in our act in the uh, roads yeah. so that when there's runoff, I mean, it's horrible. Yeah. It's really And horrible. you know what? And it's always the areas where people have no power. It's Sanford. It's unincorporated. It's out in mid, you know, it's like all the people that get their water from Seminole County. Guess what? They're being poisoned with carcinogens in the water. And all of a sudden, nobody says boo about it. Yeah. It's sort of like our Flint, Uh-oh. Michigan. Yeah, it's like the movie, uh, this Amy on, on the chat says, it's like Aaron Brockovich. Yes. You know, she discovers all of this. They're polluting, polluting, polluting. And if it wasn't for some whistleblower type thing, you know, the Sentinel, God bless them, you know, doing a big three-part series talking to people about all of this decades of pollu- pumping crap into the aquifer. And that's the drinking water that we have. Yeah, Thanks and that's that. the drinking water that all of us have been drinking without... You know, without realizing it. I'm out in, you know. That's going to have repercussions for years. They're going to, you know, they're going to have to, it's going to be a long, long time till they find out what kind of effects that, that, that's resulted in. So yeah, people are saying, well, gosh, do you think it's an uptick in cancer in my neighborhood? How come everybody in my neighborhood all of a sudden is getting cancer? Well, uh, hello, you're drinking water with crap in it. Right. Uh, So anyway, this is the kind of thing that makes me insane because it it reminds me of when cigarettes uh, manufacturers went before Congress and said, it's not dangerous. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cause cancer. It's fine. It's actually healthy. Smoke a cigarette. It makes you feel better. Guess what? You know, they knew that cigarettes were going to cause a, a generation of people, if not two or three or 10 generations of people to get cancer of the lungs and all of that. And it took, it took somebody to, to come up and say, this isn't right. And in the case of our polluted water, yeah. it's the case of the Sentinel. Hats off to the Sentinel. They so, always um, do. They them. always do. They do that great reporting. They did the great reporting with the school boards. They are always, they have their finger on the pulse. And they're holding yeah. people accountable. Scott Maxwell just got a big award from the newspaper. I saw. And, yeah. I saw. And it, it was for an article on DeSantis and his crap. You know, or whatever, a series of articles. Are we going to go his... down there? Let's talk about the Semdems, then we'll talk about Nan. Then we'll talk yes. about Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, let me just, for those of you who are new to Chat with the Chairs, we talk about last week, we talk about the upcoming week, we talk about current events, and then we talk about food. So I have already got the food on my paper, so I know we're going to do that. Um, okay, yeah, so let's, let's talk about, let's talk about, um, so last week we had our general, right? Was that two weeks ago? Was that last well, week? No, it was it was a week ago yesterday, and we talked yeah. a little bit about it at the on on chat last week. Yes, but it was you know it was it was a it was a great week uh, you know to be a Democrat. Um, I did you watch last week? Um, what's his name? Um, Jake Tapper interviewed. Okay, uh, so I purposely, first of all, I purposely did not watch it because our governor, I didn't right. Yeah, I didn't want to give him any airtime because I have a special place in my heart for him, which is down under. I I can't tolerate him. Yeah, I've got a special place under my shoe for him. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. So no, I didn't want to do it. But what I did hear was with the Twitter feed and with all the kickback was that Jake Tapper did not push back, did not hold him accountable and kind of let him rant on and on and on with all his bullshit and his woke conversation. Well, what I noticed, it was a pre-recorded interview. So it wasn't live where you could say, hey, that's not right. Or, you know, whatever. They took clips of him. He asked, he got asked the question. He pivoted and didn't answer. He went to his, you know, his talking points over here, never answered the question, whether it was about, you know, how come you're tanking in the polls? How come your donors are fleeing? How come, you know, do you think that the president should go to jail? The former president, the orange guy, do you think he should go to jail? Like, what do you think about this? You know, and now he's the de facto head of your party. Like, what do you, and he just went zing. He made it sound like, I'm the best governor ever. And yeah, well, sense- well, you know what? Yeah. Okay. So if we're going to, if we're going to get into him and, and I really don't want to give him a lot of oxygen, he doesn't deserve it. But right. I, the only good news I think this week is that he's tanking in the polls. Correct. And that he is, people have caught on to the fact that he's soulless, shameless, witless, and that he does not have what it takes to lead a country, let alone the state of Florida. In fact, if anything, he calls it Make America Florida. Florida is the worst it's ever been because of him. The worst. Inflation is the highest in the state I saw of Florida. That. You know, know, welcome to our state where we have no property insurers who will write policies here, where we have inflation going over the moon crazy. And yeah. So Black history. Mm-hmm. I want to yep. talk about his newest curriculum for teaching black history in Florida. Includes this. the instruction of middle schoolers to learn how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied to their personal benefit. You know, it's such horse shit. I can't even accept it. The only thing that I can say is all those history teachers out there, to not embrace that, to teach the truth to your yeah. students. Because passing that on and making that, you know, making that a fact or sort of making that history is wrong. And it does not only a disservice to those in the past, but it does a disservice to the students because they need to be educated with truths. Well, let's let's, you know, let's make it. okay. uh, he decided slavery was beneficial. Right. This is what he's telling our curriculum now is going to say in Florida Slavery was beneficial. It was beneficial if you were the plantation owner. Sure. You profited. No, if you were that. a slave and indoctrinated, you know, ripped out of your homeland, you come here, you are an indentured servant um, for, you know, for some rich white guy who's. You know what, Lynn? I, Lynn, I just want to say, did you ever see the movie? And this really, this will really stop everyone in their tracks. The movie 12 Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was one of the most powerful movies I have ever seen. When the movie ended, nobody in the audience spoke. It was so, it was a powerful statement on the absolute uh, depressing state of slavery and being a slave. And it was hopeless. And that's what it was like being being a slave. Um, I think that I heard um, this guy, Robert Kennedy Jr., who is running for president, I heard him speaking to Congress. He's also a loser. Uh, absolutely right. And there was a, okay, let's, let's stay with DeSantis for just a minute because yesterday in Orlando, there was a board of education meeting, a statewide education meeting where they revealed all of these horrific curriculum points that the teachers will now be forced to teach. Um, But somebody actually said, um, are we going to say now that people 
at the concentration camps, the Nazi concentration camps, the death camps, they actually benefited from being in the camps? Of course not. Why are you saying slavery is beneficial to the people who were slaves? It, you know, it doesn't make any sense at all. He should be shamed into changing this right away. Lynn, he's not going to be shamed into anything. You're not, you don't realize what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a white supremacist and a racist. So I'm not looking to change him. I'm looking to eradicate him. Okay. I don't want to rebuild him. I want to get him the hell out of government. I want to take our government back and I want to undo what this legislature did in this past session. So that's my goal, which leads us to the next topic. My goal is we can get rid of the supermajority in Tallahassee and we could do it right here in Seminole County because we have four slates for the state house that lean democratic. And we could kick them in their pants and take back and go back to Tallahassee and they won't be able to pass all this horse shit and we could actually stop them with force, you know. So that's my goal. My goal is that we need candidates and we do have some candidates already for the state house to win it back and to kill the supermajority. That's what I'm hopeful for. All right. We um, next year is going to be a big year, of course. The abortion petition will be on the ballot. Medical. Oh, I heard good news about that. Good news about that all over Twitter is that we have about 450,000 of them already signed. Wait, for the abortion or for the medical marijuana? For the abortion. I think medical marijuana already hit their total. So that is good. And now we are more than halfway there. Um, for the abortion petition. Remember, if you sign such a petition, it just gets it on the ballot for November. So that's going to drive people to the polls. The presidential year is always heavily attended, you know, voted, right? And now that these things are going to draw people, young people really care about these topics. Abortion is health care. If that doesn't get you out to vote and you're okay with the government telling you what to do with your uterus and when to have a family and you know and if you're okay with having an atopic pregnancy and not being able to have a miscarriage you know not being able to have a dnc which is an abortion and you're you're okay with that then then you could sit this one out but if you have a brain in your head you need to vote that's it this is going to be the year that young people turn out that women turn out that people of color turn out because you're, you know, the Supreme Court, this is on the line. And it is, there is no excuse why, well, I don't really love this candidate or that one. And I just, I don't care if you, if you love Biden or not. And I actually happen to think he's an under underrated hero because he's fab. He's been fabulous as a president. I don't care if you think he's 110, right? The alternative is Hitler. The alternative is autocracy. The alternative is fascism. So if you like your freedom, you better fill in that dot, that little blue dot. Down ticket, up ticket. After this is over, I'm going to post this ad that Amy reminded me of. And it was, it's two people, you know, getting frisky. You know, she is in underwear and whatever. And all of a sudden... There's a man, a Republican congressman. I saw, I saw that. And he's in their bedroom. And all of a sudden they cover up real quick. And what are you doing here? I'm your Republican congressman. I can tell you what to do in your bedroom. And they're like, no, you can't get out of here. And he's like, yes, I can. Because you elected Republicans. They're going to tell you you can't have birth control. They're going to tell you you can't have medical care. They're going to tell you you can't marry who you want. Or if I'm hey, did you see him? I know. Did you see Rachel Maddow uh, last Monday night talking about how there's 19 U.S. Uh, state attorneys that want to make it illegal for women to leave the state 
to seek abortion or health care. What I think also the little nuance there also is that they will track you if you go elsewhere so that your medical care will follow you if you go out from yeah, Ohio. Get, to- get all your, get, uh, you know, I'm, I actually think, well, you and I are beyond the pale on that, but I actually think that all our kids should wipe all their medical history off their phones because that is how they monitor you. You have a quest, you have Advent Healthcare, you know, if you have one of those apps on your phone, then that information really can be accessed publicly. And they are going over HIPAA laws. It's going to take a huge lawsuit to the Supreme Court because it's a yeah. huge violation, a violation of HIPAA. I thought we were a state of freedom. I thought we could do what we want here. I thought we you were know. a country of freedom. Okay? So, yeah. if, so let me tell you your choices, ladies and gentlemen. Anyone watching this show knows that. You can have fascism where they tell you what to do, or you can have a country where the will of the people dictate what is done. And the will of the people lean towards health care, gun control, you know, helping the poor, moving forward, dealing with the climate, which is like unbelievable. We're suppo- we're going to have a huge amount of hurricanes this year. The temperature in the ocean is 95 degrees. It's really bad. You can't ignore it anymore. Right. So you can, you can pick your future when you vote this time. That is correct. And there isn't one subset of voters that thinks it would, you know, hopefully recognizes that voting for Republicans is voting against your best interest. I think what happens is that the Republicans always do this. They tie up being a Republican with being a good Christian. And they they have linked the two so, they've intertwined the two so tight that all these church-going evangelicals and all these good Christians think that, you know, it's okay to be a Republican. Yeah. I have some great news, though. Great news if you're a Semdem. Great news. And that is that tomorrow we sell out our fourth, count them, four times in a row, April, May, June, and July. We have sold out our monthly fundraisers. People with new people, they're coming out of the woodwork. That's right. And, and they are coming to connect with us. We have Spaghetti of dinner. New- so sad, too bad, but it's sold out, ladies and gems. Let me just tell you this. And gems, That's right. if you want to be a Semgem, and, and it's not too late. It's never too late to sign up to be a SEMGEM. This is the first of many that we're going to host. But yes. those that are SEMGEMs now get a brunch next week, a champagne brunch with a guest speaker. And they're only, it's an elite club. You have to be a SEMGEM. When you come to the door, you have to flash your gem. And come on <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. It's, a, it's the secret knock on the door. Show your gem. Secret and come handshake. On in. Right. You have That's to do a right. secret handshake. That's right. And we're right. talking about giving $10, $20, $30 a month. $50 yeah, but please, okay. I had somebody kind of chastise me about this. This request that we're giving right now for a SEMGEM. SEMGEM means give Every month. Every it's, month. Our recur- it's our recurring donor program. Now, this is what we use to help candidates get elected in 23 and 24. So there are several buckets of ways we raise money. We have big galas. We have monthly fundraisers. We have recurring donors or SEM gems. We have lots of things. But when you give as a SEM gem, there is no repeat, no limit. And somebody kind of called me on the carpet because we say, oh, it's okay if you give 10. It is okay if that's it's all you can manage, but if you have a little bit more wiggle room in your budget, there is no limit to what you can give to the party. Now, there is a limit to what you can give to candidates. Exactly. For, in other words, rightly. But not for candidate, for us. 
Right. For a candidate, you can give $1,000 before the primary and $1,000 after the primary. That's it. And if you are so... If you are so blessed that you can do 50 or you can do 100 or you can do more than that, God do knows, it. Let's, let's do go. it. Push the do button. it. Do yeah. it. Because this election, yeah. I, I always say this, but this election is really, this is the most serious election. <clears throat> well, it is because our rights hang in the balance. Our bodies are hanging by a thread here. And it is beyond my understanding. My what do you what do you think DeSantis is going to do when he realizes he's lost the um, race? How we have, well, we are stuck with him in Florida now. What are we going to do with that? Oh well, what, then he's going to go completely hog wild. Well, I think he's going to pucker up and he's going to kiss the ass of Trump. That's the first thing he's going <coughs> to. He's going to make Trump sound like he is the next great Messiah. He's the next great coming of whatever. And and so first of all, he's going to pucker up. And put his le- plant his lips on Trump's behind. That's first of all. And then he thinks that he has a mandate here. So he is going to get more and more hateful, more and more nasty. I don't know more- how much more he can do, though. I mean, I'm thinking <clears throat> yeah. about it now. He's destroyed the environment. He's destroyed African-American education. He's destroyed Disney, biz- small businesses, and big business. I mean, yeah. how much more can he destroy? What's oh, left? you know. For this mean-spirited asshole, the sky's the limit. That's what I'll tell you. He is beyond the pale. When it what now in ge- the legislative session next time is in January and February. Right. They alternate now in an election year. They do it early, and that means that they are going to come. There's going to be more stuff coming down the pike. So look, I want to have somebody on it. We want to make sure that they are under a microscope. He will find something, Amy. You're absolutely right. He'll find something, so he will sabotage us in some way. Keep your eyes open, Semdems, because we have got to work our butts off to make sure that we elect Democrats at the school board level. Well, he's already doing it. He's already doing it in the judiciary because I'm in the legal field. And there's already openings I'm seeing in the 10th Judicial Circuit and all these, and he's appointing. So he's stacking the bench right now with Republican judges, which is horrible. Um, because of the slavery story that we talked about earlier, the vice president of the United States came and spoke in Jacksonville today. Kamala Harris was here. Vice President Harris was here in our state to point out the bigotry that is this governor and to point out that there, our students are getting a completely, and I say this word meaningfully, whitewashed opinion, whitewashed view of history. They are actually saying Rosa Parks Um, didn't have to sit in the back of the bus because she was black. How can you tell the Rosa Parks story without telling the fact that she's black, you know, and that she stood up for sitting up. I don't want to sit in the back. I want to sit wherever I want to sit. And so that the whole reason was the color of her skin, but they're not allowed to teach the Rosa Parks story anymore. Yeah. Well, like I said, when we started our show, I hope that educators and I hope that teachers just teach the real facts They can make whatever they want to say. And you know what? There is a teacher shortage. About 9,000 teachers are short in Florida. So if he really implements this, there is such a flight. I don't know how these kids are going to be taught. Although that's what he really wants to do is eradicate public education. And so, you know, enhance the voucher program and build up all his for-profit charter schools. When we talk about schools, um, I feel a sense of pride in Seminole County because we drove out the extremists, the Moms for Liberty candidates. One of the two... Um, current school board members who's up for re-election. I don't know if she has decided to 
um, try again. But she is a very proud Moms for Liberty person. The other one is vacillating. She's all over the place. The other one who's up for re-election will say whatever it is, depending on who's talking to her at the moment. So, you know, we have two people who are like cuckoo crazy. And one of them is just, I mean, literally um, a chameleon. Right. And the other one is a Moms for Liberty person. So, I I am serious when I say that we have got to focus on our school board. We've got to get some people in as constitutional officers. We've got to get some people in on the county commission because this it's the local people. And we've got to get our four house seats to flip to blue because all of them, every single district, 36, 37, 38 and 39, all have Republicans in them. All are in Seminole County. Right. Some of them, of course, we share with orange, two of them. But. When I tell you every single one of them voted for the six-week abortion ban, every single one of them voted for all of these things we're talking about today, and we can make a difference next time around by putting Democrats in those seats. Oh, my God. We've got Sarah Henry. Sarah Henry is running for 38, and she is, well, A, electable, B, smart as a whip, C, she is a great representative of a new generation of leaders in Seminole County. We have got to throw our full, I mean, full-throated support behind we'll call candidates. The, the Max, we'll call them the Maxwell Frost Brigade. Yeah. The, the one who's, There is somebody in the wings who is about to announce for 37, the Carlos Guillermo Smith district on the western, on the eastern flank, uh-huh. um, who is also young and smart and energetic and as, I mean, as committed to democratic blue causes as they come and then across the top in the district yeah well we need somebody up there that's the district that is currently held by rachel plakin who again voted for all of the things that we have been railing against she voted for six-week abortion although on the campaign trail she said oh i really respect the right of law no you don't you know she completely upside down Yeah, well, here's the deal. Well, Lynn's taking a break for a minute and she's going to come up for air. We'll talk to the big fact, the economic fact, the fact that our homeowner's insurance, here, our homeowner's insurance, mine went from $2,500 to $8,000. Wow. Yeah, so that's going to have a chilling effect in Florida on the sale of homes and on people being able to maintain their homes. And then not only being able to afford a policy, but by having companies being paid out on their policies, where in a hurricane season where DeSantis says, just hold your nose and don't worry about it. That's what that's what people are angry about. And I think that might hit Republicans in their pockets because you can say whatever you want. But when it comes to money, they're on they want their money and they and they're losing money with DeSantis. That is correct. Um, There are a lot of kids who don't have, you know, their parents don't have to worry about their home insurance, homeowners insurance. Why? Because they are homeless. homeless. Correct. And we, the SEMDEMS, the party that gives a damn, is collecting school supplies for the homeless children and students in Seminole County. Um, So we have a list on our website. We have a way that you can bring it to the office and we are giving it to, there are thousands this year. Thousands of kids who live in motels, who live in park benches, who live in their cars, who live, you know, off the company of strangers on someone's couch. They don't have a place and they certainly don't have the money for school supplies. So if you when when the tax it just amazes me that we live in we live in America and we have kids that go to bed hungry that are homeless. We have kids trapped in the foster care system. We have so many children that need help. And yet, you know, they're the they're the the party that screams that they're all about 
the children, protecting the children. They're only yeah. protecting the fetus. They're not protecting any of the children out there. Our systems, are, we are really at a crossroads here when children are being homeless and sleeping in hotel rooms and they don't have school supplies or lunch. It's, it's sad. It is. And there's a way that you can help. You know, whether it is what I'll call the consumables, whether it's the paper, the pencils, the markers, the things that, you know, in a couple of months look ratty and, you know, you need new stuff. These kids don't have a backpack or glue sticks or any of the things they need to have a level playing field. So please, oh, please, if you are able to bring this stuff to our office, we're giving it this year only to that group and it's thousands of kids so you can't get too much stuff if it's two for one by both the show is having technical difficulties <laughs> okay so it's just me folks in any event this is what's happening on the national level this is what's happening at the semdems we need everyone to get involved it's really all hands on deck all the voter by mail was struck after january 1st we need to get people knowledgeable about the fact that they lost their right to vote by mail. They need to re-register for that. We need to get people involved helping our candidates. And you need to speak to your neighbors. This is what we call DEFCON 3. And we have to start getting involved with everyone to make a change, to stop this, this horrible thing that's happening in the state of Florida. Okay, I'm back. I don't know if you guys can hear me. It looks like we're still live. So we had a little bit of a hiccup there. And we have a couple of things to talk about. And I don't want to leave everyone without talking about um, Alec Pastrana is doing his kickoff at the end of the month. And there's also a July 31st, great, July 31st, July 31st uh, on a Monday night. He's doing his kickoff August 5th. There is the paint party where it's uh, $40 a person at two in the afternoon on August 5th. Yep. And um, that'll be a I, fun I, time. I, Check our calendar yeah. out because something's wrong with our technology right now, but check our calendar out and you could see all the activities. But July 31st is an important date. It's his kickoff. August 5th is an important fundraiser and a fun time also at the paint party. And then what else do we have coming up? Well, I know next Sunday we have our SemGem brunch, but that's only yes. for those that are SemGems. So let's talk about food because we are losing time and we're just not being connected here. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I will tell you this. Um, today is a two for you know, two, two days on one it's today, Friday, today's the, what the 21st is creme brulee day. You know, that mm. lovely dessert, you know, that you that. That. that's his yeah, favorite. That's a good time, but it's also a day that's after my own heart. Although I hate to say this out loud, it's junk food day. Isn't every day junk food day? Well, I don't know, but today I feel like <sighs> I have a license to maybe have a snack or two. Anyway, oh. today, Today is junk food day, and it's also creme brulee fancy dessert day. Now, Saturday, tomorrow, is vanilla ice cream day. My favorite. Great summer, summertime day. Not my favorite, but... My favorite. Would, and the best vanilla ice cream, order, believe it or never. not, best vanilla ice cream is McDonald's. Oh, the softy, twisty one? Yeah, that is the a good best, time. Best bang for your buck. Sunday is hot dog day. Love hot dogs. Hot dog. Official hot dog day is Sunday. The official, not just any old hot dog day, but the official hot dog day is Sunday. And then Monday, because I wasn't sure if any of this would really flip your skirt, is tequila day. Mm. So a good margarita. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Good margarita. Good nachos. Good something. Yeah. Make that Monday uh, tequila day. Um, and that's the that's the food there. So, so yeah. So we're going to wrap up. 
Okay. All right, yeah. I just wanted to make sure we got that in. Thank you for sticking with us through our speed bump and all that. But we'll be back with you next Friday, hopefully in a permanent location. So we yes. don't have this, you know, this mess up. And, and that's good. So all have right. a great week. Have a great week. Happy have and a great healthy. week, everyone. All right. Take care. Bye, Stay everyone. Nice. Thanks for all your support.